The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus went into the region of Caesarea Philippi and he asked his disciples, who do people say that the Son of Man is? They replied, some say John the Baptist, others Elijah, still others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. Jesus said to them, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter said in reply, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus said to Peter in reply, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my heavenly Father. And so I say to you, you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of the netherworld shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven, Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Then Jesus strictly ordered his disciples to tell no one that he was the Christ. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you. Good old Peter should be shaking in his sandals right about now because he has just won the biggest prize of all and it's one that is very fearsome. Jesus has proclaimed Peter the rock, the rock upon which I shall build my church. And if that didn't cast fear into the very bones of poor Peter, then something's wrong with the guy. So the story goes, as we just heard from the Gospel of Matthew, that Jesus is with his disciples. He's in a kind of a secluded place. He's got the 12 there with him. And we're far enough along in the Gospel that Jesus knows that their understanding of him is probably not all that complete yet. They're working on it. And he poses a couple questions to them. It's almost as if Jesus becomes the host of, the guest host of, reverse jeopardy. He's got some questions for them. He says, who do people say that I am? And the answers come back from the panel of apostles. Jeremiah the prophet. Wrong. Uh, John the Baptist. Wrong. Uh, Elijah. Wrong. And then Peter. Peter hasn't said anything yet. No wrong answer so far. 
So Jesus, the host of Reverse Jeopardy says, and you, who do you say that I am? Peter has his hand over the button. Bang. You are the Christ, the very Son of God. And all of a sudden, the bells go off and the confetti falls down and the lights on the board light up and Jesus says, right, you got the answer right, Peter. I can't hardly believe it because usually you get everything wrong. And so in that moment of triumph for Peter, he finally gets something right. He professes his faith in Jesus in some of the most beautiful words of the Gospel of John. You are the Christ. You are the living and the loving Son of God. We finally get that. And he's rewarded not with a big amount of cash. He's rewarded with the mantle placed on his shoulders by Jesus himself. A very heavy and frightening mantle. Peter, Simon, you're now going to live up to your nickname. Petrus, you are the rock upon which I shall build my church. Oh dear, does Jesus not know that I am just a fisherman from Capernaum? Does he not know that I'm really not all that stable? Does he not know that I make mistakes all the time and I'm flubbing things and fouling things up and getting things wrong more often than I ever get them right? And here he is making me the rock upon which he will build his church. Oh, my God. Jesus continues to heap even more responsibilities on the shoulders of poor, shaking, timid Peter. He says, I'm going to give you the keys of the kingdom. I'm going to make you the person who allows people to see what the presence of God is like here on earth and beyond this life. Here's the keys. They aren't the keys to to any house. They're not the keys to any business. They don't open any padlocks. It's not the keys of the palace of Herod or Pilate or any of those guys. Not even the keys of the palace of Caesar in Rome. The keys to the kingdom of God. And poor Peter's going, no, not me, please. I don't know how to do that. Jesus goes a step further. Beyond all that, Peter, I want you to know that what you loose on earth is loosed in heaven and what you bind on earth is bound in heaven. In other words, God is going to validate your decisions. God is going to validate your ministry. God is going to allow you to act on his behalf on the face of this earth helping people to know what is sinful, what is binding, what is hard for them, what destroys human beings, and helping them to know what frees them, what loosens them, what allows them to live and love as God wants them. That's your responsibility now, dear Peter Rocky, if you wish. Well, if Peter isn't a little bit scared and shaking in his sandals at this point in the Gospel of Matthew, then there's something wrong with him. 
But we know that even though he is a fault-ridden human being, even though he is nothing more than a fisherman from Capernaum, even though he makes all kinds of mistakes and will in the future, even denying Jesus three times, somehow or other he accepts it all. In spite of his shivering in his sandals, he says yes to the mission, the ministry, the mantle, the very mantle that Jesus has placed on his small shoulders. And the proof that eventually, in the long run, he did it right. He was a good rock. He did carry those keys well. He did loose and bind according to the heart of God is the very fact that where he is buried in Rome, there is a huge basilica built atop his tomb with a magnificent dome designed by Michelangelo himself to proclaim to the world what Jesus proclaimed on that day so long ago. Peter, fault-ridden though you are, you are the rock on which I build my church. Well, what about us and all this story? Because always gospel stories are not only about the people of 2,000 years ago, they're about us. So when we were baptized, every one of us was asked a simple question, actually several questions. Do you believe in God? the Father Almighty. And either with our own words or through the words of our godparents, we said, yes, we believe. And then we were asked if we believed in Jesus the Christ, the very beloved Son of God. And either through our own words or through the words of our godparents, we said, yes. In fact, we basically said what Peter said to Jesus in answer to his question, who do you say that I am? In our baptism, and a million times ever since, every time we gather for Mass and pray the Creed, we say we believe you are the Christ, the very Son of God, the one who's come to save us from ourselves. And Jesus says, very good. Very good answer. You got it. And now I'm going to do to you what I did to Peter. Not quite the same depth, but pretty much the same thing. You too are rocks upon which I build my church. Oh, maybe not rocks like Peter, you know, that will never have basilicas built on top of our graves. But we are living stones. Jesus tells us elsewhere, and St. Paul repeats it often, we are the living stones with which the church is built. And, and those keys to the kingdom, they don't belong just to Peter himself. We too are in possession of those keys through our baptism and our profession of faith in Jesus. We too, through our lives of love, through our acts of compassion, through our deeds of mercy towards others, open the kingdom up to the world. When, when we are kind to a stranger and generous to someone who we do not even know, when we listen to someone who's burdened with troubles and we console them, 
We are allowing them to see God's presence, God's face, God's love right here and now so that they can see it at the end of their lives as well and know it to the depths of their being. And yes, we bind and loose because we are a church together. We are a family and we support one another. We help one another. We, we bind people to Christ and we loose people to love. We, we help them see what's wrong in their lives and affirm what's joyful and good and of God in their lives. And we do that for one another and we do that for the world. That's what it means to have said to Jesus, I do know who you are. You are the Christ, the living Son of God. And in saying those words, we too, sisters and brothers and friends, we too take on the mantle of Peter and we too our living stones upon which the church is built. And we too open people's eyes to the visions of the kingdom through our kindness and our love and our mercy. And we too form among ourselves a family in Christ that binds and loosens and gives hope to the sinner and joy to those who are already well on their way so that the kingdom of God both here on earth and the kingdom of God that we will know in its fullness at the moment of our death is as available to us and to our world as it was to Peter and his. Brothers and sisters, let us profess our faith. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all the things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, Light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate to the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son,
who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Having been blessed by God's word and knowing the Lord is always near, let us offer now our prayers and our needs. Lord, hear our prayer. Lord, hear our prayer. Lord, hear our prayer. 